0: You are listening to Wisdom Nuggets. My name is Alita McDaniel. I am your host today. I'm going to tell you a little story about how I gave up my dream job 14 years ago. So over the weekend uh, this past weekend, I actually received a peer selected leadership award, and it's been causing me to reflect on how much I've actually grown and conquered in my years as a coach. There's so many battles that I've lost and won. So many struggles I've been swallowed by and yet still overcome. And now I'm sitting here thinking about how I got started in coaching literally 14 years ago. See, back in 2004, I was laid off from my dream job only for the summer. Azure, which was a fine dining restaurant, was closed for the summer in La Quinta, which is near Palm Springs. So granted, your temperature at 126 degrees does not really solicit the most foodie connoisseur, uh, people who really just want to be around. Uh, and so we, it was closed for the summer. Uh, and so I, I literally took that time off to really reflect on my life at, up till that point and what I wanted to create moving forward. Because in a little under two years out of culinary school, I had been recruited four times. I had multiple promotions and raises. I had designed menus for a medical wellness program, and I worked my way up to the grill station at Azure which this restaurant was actually sistered by the famous Le Bernardin in New York. If you know anything about food, you know this was a legit restaurant. And I was passionate about living up to my full potential. Wanted to prove myself capable every step of the way. And I was not willing to accept anything less than my best. I loved everything about that work, except the fact that I couldn't financially support myself through a divorce and pay for my school loans during that time and if money were not a factor I would have never become a coach and I would probably own my own restaurant by now however as the fates would have it 14 years later I'm still coaching and my hourly pay rate is 10 times more than what I made before it all started with a vision board the summer of 2003 just a year earlier I had gotten back from vacation with my then husband for our, our anniversary I'd gained 20 pounds back of the 80 that I lost, and I was disgusted with how I was letting my hard work go to waste. I wanted to figure out how to create a business for myself that would be spiritual at the core. So I sent away for a home study course in none other than spiritual business. The textbook suggested I make a vision board to chart my desires and serve as a visual representation of where I was headed. I spent loads of time creating it with magazine cutouts spread across the living room floor for about a week. It took my time in properly arranging so that my board would be clear and precise in what I was asking of myself and the universe. Once complete, I placed it in front of the TV so I would see it each morning and remember that first thing in the morning I need to do is work out. Obviously not turn on the TV. It wasn't so much about the wish that I made to the universe so much as it was about walking forward in faith, knowing that my wish on this vision board was already true. When a decision would need to be made in my life, I'd turn to my vision board as the deciding factor. Does it support my vision? Great. That's a hell yes. Does it hold me back from my vision? Okay, then that's a hell no. The board became my north star. Life was made easy. And by the time 2004 came around, and I was laid off, my weight had come back down, I'd become an avid student of weight training, and I'd become confident in my ability to stick with my personal promises. I spent the summer reading everything that would support me in becoming the best version of me possible. My reading list included things like Think and Grow Rich by Napoleon Hill, The Power of Intention by Wayne Dyer, The Law of Attraction by Jerry and Esther Hicks, On Myth and Religion by Alan Watts, The Heart of Understanding by Tik Nhat On. And I learned one thing, if I didn't believe it, I wouldn't be it. Well, that and curiosity and the possibility of greater things was the answer to any doubt that may creep in along the journey. It was the first time in my life when my vision was so clear, anything I set as intention came true with impeccable rapidity, even self-sabotage. I spent three months questioning how I could take everything I learned in personal commitment and share it with others. My heart yearned for working hand in hand with clients to cut the learning curve on weight loss, and I wanted to find that path. By early September of 2004, I began getting, well, open in two weeks from my restaurant job, my dream job. And yet I would cracked open something so deep within my soul telling me I needed to coach. I walked into Gold's Gym two blocks from my apartment. I wanted to sign up for a gym membership to have access to more equipment than I had in the tiny gym at the complex, which is where I lost the majority of my weight anyway. And during my tour, I asked, what does it take to be a personal trainer? The manager set me up with an intro session with the in-house training company to kind of expand on that discussion at the intro slash orientation slash sales appointment. right? It's all incognito. The training manager asked me, so what are your goals? I think she was assuming I was going to end up paying for training. However, I told her I wanted to know what it would take to become a personal trainer, then showed her my before and after photos. She hired me on the spot with 50 cents an hour more than I made it my culinary job, a flexible schedule and nights and weekends free. If I wanted, I thought, hmm, this could actually be a great part-time supplement to my income. Never once did I imagine I'd be quitting my regular job before the restaurant opened for the season. But I did, and it only took me two weeks to build up a client base enough to do so. The key to my success has always been full immersion. I may not have all the answers in the moment, though I will do whatever it takes to find those answers such that success is inevitable. Even if I have to fake it till I make it by using affirmations and trying on new beingnesses each day until the right one clicks, I will find a way to reach that new level. In 14 years of doing this work, I am nowhere near perfect. In fact, the longer I do this work, the less I feel perfect or right or even knowledgeable. Wise? Yes. Based on my training and experience, that's a given. Yet the more I learn, the more I realize I don't know. And that keeps me as sane as humanly possible. I give myself permission to explore and experiment with new concepts and ideas before I cling onto one or the other. My success as a coach is dictated by my willingness to always be a student of what's possible, period. If I didn't question my own beliefs, I would not be who and where I am today. I would not be the woman I am. I would not be the leader I am. I would not be the student I am. And No matter how many certifications I have, it's now 10 in total, just for reference, I will never have all the answers because being a coach with all the answers means one has stopped learning and started dictating this leadership award over the weekend was given to me because i have allowed myself to be vulnerable and raw with my team showing a deep willing to just basically show up with a zest for learning rather than having all the answers and while my knowledge base can be likened to a walking encyclopedia in the eyes of most of those who know me It's my ability to ask the greater questions and shed old beliefs that gets me the actual results, not the excessive data stored in my head. So while you may be holding back on something in life, just stop. The vision you hold does not require you to have all the answers before taking action. It simply requires your curiosity to seek the answers along the way. If you want to be a great leader, you need only the willingness to be a perpetual student and hold yourself accountable to being who you teach others to be in every point of the day. Yes, you will have obstacles and struggles and pitfalls. And yet those are there to help you level up in your leadership skills. The more you give yourself permission to try out new personas and qualities, the more chance you will have at reaching and exceeding your mark. I pride myself in being a walking billboard for what's possible because I know I wouldn't respect someone who didn't walk the talk either. And so it's up to me to keep grinding away at the personal development of my own career, my own character, my own isness. And While I'm nowhere near where I want to be, that's just because I keep setting my goals higher each year, so technically I will never reach them, I am by far more where I want to be than ever before. And I won't be stopped in my pursuit of a greater me. That is what makes me great at my work and has sustained me as a coach. Think about it. Like, what's your biggest sticking point? What are you going to do today to create a shift? If this message today resonated with you, if it touched something inside of your heart, please give us a like, share, comment wherever you found this podcast. Pass it on to a loved one or a friend who you know needs to hear this message. And we'll talk to you soon. Namaste.